You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Gary Sherman's Poltergeist 3. You no trouble. Me, Fifth Element. Supreme being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast. We're your hosts. I'm editor Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? I am doing fine for having watched Poltergeist 3. I've watched Poltergeist 3 three times. What's what's wrong with you? <laughs> Are you just like trying to be an overachiever? Like what's going on here? Or did you I mean just... like in your whole lifetime? No, no. In my whole lifetime, I've probably seen this one maybe more than the others. Why? I don't know. I think it was just out, like, a lot. I think that this was... Hi, Kristen. Oh, yeah. By the way, that's costume designer (laughs) Kristen Jones. Oh, yeah. Hi. (laughs) We just kind of jumped into it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, it was just... um, When I was watching this film, I was like, holy shit. I remember every single one of these scenes. Unlike the other films that, you know, I I had pieces of a lot. I I think for some reason I've seen this one more than any of the others. Really? Uh, I hadn't seen this in about probably 20 years. I don't think I've seen this at all. In fact, the only thing I remembered was uh, Tangina's death and Laura Flynn Boyle breaking through her, I don't know, husk of a dead body. Through her eyeballs? That was cool. Oh, yeah. The eyeballs were cool. At first, I thought it was a mistake that you could see fingers. And then I was like, no, that's intentional. That's cool. (laughs) Where was this? (laughs) Uh, when Tangina died in the hallway, and the little daughter, Laura from what, oh, whatever. Oh, dude, that was sick. Yeah. That whole scene, that whole sequence is, like, amazing. Well, I, what like, I think was... Oh, sorry, keep going. No, 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 just saying, the, the whole the whole sequence with the, the mirrors and how that all plays out, and then fucking, like, like the daughter crawls her way out of Tangina's face. It, it's, it's excellent. I think it's amazing... Um, visually for sure but what blew me away is that like she crawls out of this like you know this woman's body and everyone's like yes this must be my daughter not like what the fuck is that like 
I don't know. I feel like I would not trust something that crawled out of somebody else's body. If you can go through like a TV or a mirror or a puddle, why can't you kind of come out of someone's body? No, there's not there's enough room in there. Honestly, anything's a portal if you're brave enough. But these mm. characters have never seen that before. Wait, because you're saying that like that that like the body's like seventy percent water, and so that's yeah. Yeah. No, okay. Mm-hmm. And no, they did see it. Remember? And the eyes are the, are the, are the mirrors to our soul. Okay. <laughs> but remember in the second one when That's the fair. dad is like possessed and then that creature like vomits out of his mouth? It's a similar thing. He's like, yeah. He's like get over here, Diane. So I guess we as the audience <laughs> have seen it and we know not to trust it. But maybe, I guess, yeah, maybe none of those people were there and saw it. Well, at least she was reborn. I mean, well, the guy uh, Scott was reborn a little easier. He was like shot out of a <laughs> out of the swimming pool, which is really cool. I mean, I guess. Oh, yeah. But did he die? did he die in the movie? Is he dead? No, he's not dead. If you see the original ending, he's there. But I'm talking about the movie the- we watched, the theatrical <laughs> release, because like that motherfucker is like, oh yeah, he's they a lizard him, person, and then we never see him again. And actually, I actually, he's a lizard person. I actually appreciate that in this one that they actually kill people. Uh, that's good, man. Let's let's. Wait, is there a version where no one dies? Has, has anyone ever died in a poltergeist movie up to now? <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Not... Nobody's dead. I guess I didn't think of it because they're like actually scary, and I feel like there's actually stakes. So yeah, the... <laughs> but you're right. No one has died. This is the one where people died. I felt no stakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i agree with that there was not really much suspense i didn't really care about anybody and yes there were people dying bullshit there was suspense there was some good suspense stuff was there i don't think so man like i feel like this director's version of suspense is like oh hey look there's a guy in a window look at that reflection he's creepy dude he's a preacher Ooh. yeah yeah it- yeah that makeup was terrible yeah it's laughable bad. It looks like, uh, like you know, when your mom is trying to like uh, do the vampire makeup. Yeah, <laughs> She's a special effects artist. <laughs> so it looks like shit. Yeah, it gets a little better as it goes, but the fir- it's, it's like they shot that first opening sequence with the uh, weird dude fucking cleaning the windows, anyways. And then when she like looks down, it's like really bad makeup. <laughs> that's like it's that's really really bad. It's because that one's in daylight, Jared. It's well lit. <sighs> Oh, you can see the edges. Yeah. Which is crazy because this is uh this is fucking like Dick Smith was a makeup consultant on this. This is the guy that uh made Ma- Max Van Cedow like super old in The Exorcist, which is probably like the best old man makeup of all time. Mm. What, in The Exorcist? Come on, dude. I thought Max Von Cedow was like fucking 70 years old when he made that movie. Are you talking about the, the is he the, the the main priest? Yeah. Not He's the Exorcist. Not Karis. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right, yeah. I, I I always thought he was an old man, so he wasn't an old man. That was makeup, huh? Yeah, no, he was in Star Wars Force Awakens. That's him as an old man. He's the guy that gives, like, uh, uh, what is it, uh, uh, fucking Poe Dameron. Oh, he gives him last rites? No, yeah. he doesn't give him last rites. He gives him, like, some kind of piece <laughs> to, f- to find Luke Skywalker in the very opening scene of uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, Not Rise yeah. of Skywalker, fucking... God damn it, Force Awakens. All the Star Wars movies run. Yeah, they're, they're all, they all run the same. They're the same. But yeah, no, this... I, you know, I hate to jump to the end, but god damn, the end was terrible. That's what kind of kills the movie. That's what kills it? You were like, you were buying it until the end? Okay. You were like, this is a great movie. I was until impressed the end. with some I, I uh, moments in it. I'll, I'll say that. 
I was. I was like, Kristen, I was like, this is a great fucking movie. <laughs> this has some really, this is like actually interestingly told and there's some really cool things they're doing and there's a lot of really cool visual fucking camera gags and shit like that. So where did it fall apart for you at the end, Brian? What, the, the minute the climax happens. Like, it's just the minute they go out on that little fucking skyscraper window cleaner that for some reason takes two and a half minutes of screen time. And I shit you not just for them to get on a goddamn. I don't know. What are those window cleaning skyscraper units even called? We know the name of those. I don't know what they're called, but whatever that little lift is, it's like two and a half minutes of that. And then they're going to go have this final confrontation. And Tangina, who's already dead, just kind of shows up and she's like, no, it's okay. I'll lead you to light. Everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. And. And Kane just kind of, he's like, "All right," and that's the movie. Uh, it, yeah, there's no, well, there was no, that was actually there's no conflict or anything. He's just like, "Cool." Well, that's really the only way to end it. And I actually, I didn't hate the ending because when at some point in the movie before, so last week I was like, "Listen, if this was my daughter and or my person, like we would need to like negotiate to figure this out, right?" And then in this movie, I was like, yeah, they still clearly want her. And at some point they say like, oh, we need her to lead us to the light. And I was like, maybe what she needs is like to enroll in like a psychic school, like get a mentor so she can teach these people how to like cross over so they don't just like ruin her life like this. And so, yeah, at the end when Tangina's like, oh, well, I'll help you do it. I was like, yeah, that's what you should have done from the very beginning. Like, well, you don't. That's the point. No, she's slacking. I, no, no. The whole point is that, that of these three films is Tangina's redemption arc is because she failed in the first one. She thought she fucking got it taken care of, but she didn't. And then she tries to like send somebody else to do the job the second time. They think they get it taken care of. And then she's like, fuck, well, I guess I got to do it myself now. And so she fucking, like, leads him into the light. So the whole movie is about how Tangina is, like, a really great person and should have just handled this. Like, why are we following the, the, the fil- other the family The film then? ends. The film ends with her with them going, she did it. She saved I mean, yeah, that has, that's, that's how the, every that's, film that's ends. The, that's the wrap-up. That's, that's the hold-up. That's not ends. how the film ends. The film ends, Bullshit. like, afterwards, where you get that ominous shot of the skyscraper, and it's all like, oh, look at this, because sunset. She... And then lightning flashes, and we hear fucking Kane oh, laugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. Did she get rid of him? Who knows? No, she I mean, didn't. you can't really get rid of him, you know. And why does he want to go to the light? I didn't think he wanted to go to the light. I thought his that followers made no sense wanted to go to the light. Yeah, exactly. That yeah that that was a that was bad. Wait, I thought he wanted to go to the light. Also, he's preventing. He's he doesn't want to go to the light. No, no, no. I remember I that the beast. The beast. Didn't want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The beast like took him over, and so I think his spirit. While he was a human, he might have been a bad person, but like I think his spirit wants to cross over and go to the light, and the beast is keeping him from doing that. And so I maybe that's where the split personality. And so maybe at the end with the lightning bolt and the laugh, it's just like the the beast is always present like the beast doesn't need to cross over because it's not a human soul and so he's gonna find somebody else right that's what the laugh was Cain's at peace now god rest his soul like he's happy in heaven with jesus and the beast <laughs> is gonna find somebody else like it doesn't really matter does it i mean Kristen, i would really like that to be the end of the movie <laughs> but that was not explained to me in any way shape or form <laughs> you didn't get that i got all of that <laughs> Filling in massive gaps of movie Because, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. And that whole thing with the necklace is like, that goes nowhere. Yeah, that, okay, so most of the movie doesn't go anywhere. I feel like most of the movie, while it does have very cool visual effects and uh, 
I love the mirrors and I love the makeup and I, I don't hate the story kind of, uh, but it's kind of like it. It doesn't really flow. It doesn't really make sense. It's kind of like whoever was writing it was like, let's just kind of throw all this really cool stuff together and see if it works. And it doesn't. It doesn't work, actually. It's not like a coherent movie, but there's a lot of really cool stuff in it. It's like they watched It's like they watched a Freddy Krueger movie, a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, and was like, we can do some of that Yeah, with, 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 with Poltergeist. Yeah. It borrows heavily from the slasher genre. Yeah, but, but I'm, I'm talking about how they just like... Well, you're putting one person as opposed to a bunch of ghosts like in the first Poltergeist movie, you know? Evil's personified right. in a human form. Right. But but this one, like, you, you can turn a corner and you're in, like, a fantastical location. It's like you go into a freezer and then now we've stepped into, like, a Freddy Krueger dream where all the animals are hanging there frozen or alive and then the wall turns into water and starts to fill up from the fucking side instead of you know the bottom and the, you know what i'm saying like like it's it's like a it's like a dream world type situation at times because the because for some reason they can tap into the other side like kane can as long as he as long as you're in the building kane can make whatever he wants happen for some reason who knows man i don't even know why the fucker's back like <laughs> <laughs> he got stabbed with a spear in the last movie, and then he's like, ah, well, you know, it was just a, it was a ghost. Well, spear. he's ready to cross over now. So that that actually got rid of uh, the beast, and now that just like Kristen was saying, the Kane ghost is around, and he's ready to cross over, and he's like, fuck. Well, now that I'm the only one, I, I need to, uh, you know, I need to hunt Carol Ann down and and talk her into taking me home. Yeah, she can't be the only person. If Tangina can do this, then. There's clearly at least two people. So why is he haunting Carol Ann? Like, what is this? Because he loves Carol Ann. No. Do you not hear him? He's like, I love you, Carol Ann. <laughs> that's, that's creepy. I mean, he did say that. <laughs> that would I, I, I feel like she's like not. I'll never hurt you. Like, she's cute, but she's like not that cute. Like, why is everyone so obsessed with her? I don't understand. Because she looks like a Cabbage Patch doll with her little puffy cheeks. And, you know. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, I guess. It, yeah, fuck it. It's been like over 30 years. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But she does. She does look terrible in this movie, man. I felt so bad for her, man. Just yeah, like, she looks ugh. really bad, man. So I, I did a little deep dive, and you know that there is a conspiracy theory that in Hollywood they uh, they take these young girls and they parade them around uh, and they make them do little dance shows in front of uh, all the executives and stuff while they're all masturbating, and then for, then they think that uh, Heather O'Rourke was raped. And had an anal fissure because of being raped, which caused her to get sepsis and die instead of the what they said that she had like a birth defect in her bowel that caused a tear to and then to have sepsis and die. I mean, she could have had some sort of birth defect that was set off by, by a rape. rape. Yeah. I actually listened to an interview with her sister who... Uh, on some radio show or whatever and the, and they played a um apparently uh let's see uh, Heather O'Rourke was in a uh, Happy Days episode oh and there there is an uh interview with um Henry Winkler where he says that she committed suicide because uh she was like abused by her father and and all this kind of stuff Sorry who committed suicide the the girl the, the young, is she, yeah she's yeah like Carol Ann seven how old is she's she she's like twelve uh, she was twelve when uh, she died right, right. 
Uh, and then so her sister uh, responds to that and is like, whoa, you know, like, no, that never happened. And Steven Spielberg did not uh, sexually abuse her like the, all these people are saying. OK, but that. Steven Spielberg really messes up every child that he touches. So let's think about that. I'm not saying it's rape. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, Elliot from uh, E.T. turned out OK. He, he looks like he's all right. Was, was that Henry Thomas? He looks like he's all right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure and he's the, And the kid from Hook, great. yeah, I'm sure he's doing good. Yeah, yeah. they're super happy. Christian Bale, he's semi-normal right now, right? Right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just because we, we haven't heard from him. <laughs> I mean, you're a great guy, but I'm done with you professionally. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's actually very interesting. I've heard, um, I mean, obviously there have been rumors about the sexual exploits of the very young children in hollywood uh for a while i remember hearing about that those rumors like when i was growing up i i don't know how i i don't know <laughs> well who knows right like who can yeah. no, well you don't know you don't know <laughs> unless you're there unless you're one of the people organizing it well, like how would you or, or you're well, participating the, how would you know or you're a victim have whole- the victims actually like has anyone come out and said that no, but like the weird thing is with, with the way that she died is the doctors say that uh, it's really freak because like if if she died the the way that they think that she did, then she would have showed symptoms way before she, you know, she did. What were like, with, what are the symptoms? I think it's like abdominal pain and like, you know, like real bad, like in the, in the hip area mm-hmm. and, you know. But she, she she would she would have had the the symptoms. Before. She those the abdominal pain is pretty common. Most people ignore it. I mean, the, I don't know if that's all it is. I think that that could easily be overlooked, especially by a parent. He's like, no, I'm not taking you to the doctor because your stomach hurts, kind of thing. Yeah, they should they should have figured it out from the puffy cheeks. They've been like, well, you, you look different. No, they call you that a different. baby face. No, they they had her misdiagnosed. They thought she had like what Crohn's disease or something like that. Yeah, and they were treating her for yeah. that, and that's why she had the puppy oh, so face. She did. Pup- yeah. yeah. Okay, so she was having like symptoms, and that's what that was from. But they, I, you know, I, I guess she was on medication, so they were like, "Well, you know, we we caught this, and she's got to take the medicine to get better." I guess I don't know, Man, but I mean, she visually looks sick in the movie. She does look. Not her best. And then they do that fucked up makeup when, like, when the mirror version of herself. Oh, yeah. You know, which makes it even look even worse. It's like, oh, that's, like, super, like, creepy. Yeah. Like, when, when, when you look at things, like, you know, in hindsight, knowing what, what happened, that, that's just super fucked up. It is. It's super fucked up. But also that scene where she's in her bedroom and then they have that cool like body double like matching her performance for the scene and then she walks over to the to the to the window and puts her hands up like on the like she did on the TV and then she get and then she goes over and she does the same thing on the mirror and then the, her mirror self like grabs her and like drags her up the mirror that's so fucking sick like it it there's really really great moments like that in here man like it's just like it makes worth them watching this movie really fun you know there's some really nice payoff stuff it's worth watching to see the technical execution of it but like i don't know man like it just it doesn't work like that moment makes me laugh right before because it's like we're back and it's like wait who's we (laughs) i thought all your other followers already crossed over who's this we motherfucker me and the beast bitch (laughs) (laughs) that's right that's right kane and the beast 
I, just like I don't know, it's stupid, man. It just, it, 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 <laughs> yeah, it's it's really cool, like execution of a uh, technical idea, and, and that's captured well. But like everything around it is just, like even the family stuff, the the family interactions in this movie felt, it just felt bad. They just all of them were like fake, phony. I think all of the acting in this was really bad. It was, a lot of it was over the top. Not in a good way, not in a campy way. It was just in like a bad acting kind of way. And all of, all of these people can act. I mean, there's some talent in this movie. So I feel like that's a directing choice to make everyone just look awful. And I don't know why. Yeah. yeah. And Nancy Allen was terrible in this. She, I love her. She's, yeah, she was terrible. Absolutely terrible in this. I normally love her. And um, also the doctor. He's bad. Awful. Awful. He, he play. He's just playing it so odd and and condescending and just. Is, is well, he supposed to be a gay man, like in the closet? Is that what he was trying to do? Oh, I didn't, I didn't get, get that. that. Well, he was I like mean, very maybe. rude to all the women. Like, no, I think that's okay. Well, this is. I, make sure you add the cilantro. Right, like he was like. <laughs> oh, I was like, what a kind. No, yeah, I think man. that was more of a commentary on like. Um, the medical community and uh, i thought i did think it was really right. funny because they kept calling him doctor but he's a hypnotist doctor Satan. and you can't uh, get a doctorate <laughs> in hypnosis you can't get a degree in hypnosis they have unofficial certifications that's it and so i was like he clearly has some sort of other degree which explains his attitude right now um but they didn't really touch on that at all i do like that the, they make you hate him a lot and he's the only person you really see die, like legitimately die, which is excellent. It's and then you, the, you say there's not a lot of suspense. I, I like the elevator scene where it's like falling and then like rising and all that, and then 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 they build that moment where you're expecting the elevator to like cut one of them in half, but they use it as like a body reveal to show that thing that ends in a really nice witch scream when they like reveal the face. Us, the audience, uh, we know that that body's up there. That's just a, a reveal to. Oh, the I know. Characters. Yeah, it's, it's a reveal. It's a reveal to the characters. But like I said, it's a good callback to like you know because you see it, and you're like ah, there that is. I was actually you know. disappointed with the fact that no one got their body. Cut in half because that's, <laughs> no, because listen, hold on. No, I'm no, but okay. So I used to live in I'm Chicago and the elevators do stop like that and they just don't work. And the general consensus is you should never do that. Everyone knows oh, somebody no. yeah. who has gotten either severely injured or killed because they tried to crawl out of the elevator. And so the fact that they kept crawling in and out of the elevators in Chicago, which is where this apparently happens, I was like, mm. but then no, nothing, nothing ever came of that. It was just. Nothing. It was just so they could, what, yes, reveal his body. Like, it was not even an exciting death. No, how that is shot is terrible. His push down that elevator, the doctor, when he... Oh, that is that is the most low-budget garbage I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, especially that he, he's looking... All right, so he's, he's trying to open the door, right? And he's looking down. But then the return where, like, he's, like, looking over his shoulder like he's trying to not look down the shaft. Yeah. And then uh, it's not Dana. It's, it also starts with a D. Laura Flynn Boyle. Yeah. <laughs> Her character. Not Dana. Uh, put, uh, uh, Ghost Donna. pushes. Donna. Yeah. Donna pushes uh, the guy down. Then has a really sexy like, make out with, with fucking Scott mm -hmm. where he like rips her cheek open. Yeah. And they're like lizard people underneath and it's like 
No, they're like deadites. Or no, whatever. it's straight up out yeah. of V, bro. It's like V the miniseries where there are lizard people underneath there. You just have the well, the, which which is weird because when, when they find when they find Doctor Satan's body on top of the fucking um, on top of the uh, elevator, he's all decayed really quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't like that. Uh, didn't how like would that. you and and Bad wig. the way? Well, not only that, but the way that the body is revealed, his coat is close, so you can't actually see his clothes. Like he was wearing that really awful sweater, so they can't actually yeah, yeah. identify him without like touching him. He's just yeah, yeah, he's just a random body. I didn't think about that. Yeah, it's weird that he's all emaciated. Well, I guess I guess whenever you get touched by you know same thing that happens to Tangina, like when. He goes, Tangina! And, like, grabs her through the mirror and, like, leaves her decaying body behind. See, it wouldn't be bad. Like, if he was a skeleton, like, as he was rising up on that first shot, like, when you see the elevator come up and you see his body on top of the wheel or whatever, if he had been decayed there, I think it would have been fine. Like, yeah, that would make sense. Like, every time you get touched by a ghost, you automatically get turned into, like, a mummified version of yourself. Like, sure, whatever. But it's just weird that you see him normal and then... Yeah. Yeah, then later he's not. Very bizarre. I, I don't know. I just feel like that's all everything in this movie is. Like, none of it really makes a lick of sense. This is like those latter, uh, it's like Nightmare on Elm Street 5. It's just like, ah, oh, whatever. Dude, I was thinking that the whole time. This and, and even the way that the dialogue is delivered and all that. Or, uh, what, what's the. What's what's the what's the one where they're all in the house and it's like a reality show? And there's like, there's a. Um, is that a Jason movie? Oh, that's a uh, uh, Halloween Resurrection. Trick or treat, motherfucker! With Buster Rhymes. <laughs> yeah, that one. The way that all of those dialogue lines are delivered, I could. That's all I could think about the whole time on this. I was like, this just feels. This feels like the the precursor to all of those films. The one thing I I appreciated actually the teenagers. I didn't hate the teenage storyline, but what I did hate was the pool scene because. She goes so quickly from being like, no, I have all these responsibilities to being like, yeah, sure. Let's go get beer and go swimming. And then trying to get laid. I understand that there are easier ways to do it. The other thing, though, (laughs) is that like getting past the security cameras and the security guard took so much time and I did not care. I was like, isn't there a ghost on the loose? Like, isn't this building collapsing? (laughs) Kristen, you didn't like the spa story in the middle of your ghost movie? No, no. Uh, maybe if it was like shorter and more to the point. I don't care about all these kids individually running past the camera. It reminded me of Speed when they're like looping the uh, <laughs> the bus image. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, dead on. Uh, yeah, it, it did take up way too much screen time. I, there were so many moments in the movie that took up like way, like that art show. Why did we spend so long at that fucking art exhibit? And they only yeah, did it, that one. It, scary shot where the statue turns around yeah and they keep showing they keep showing the asian art guy and like all that like you're expecting all that to have a payoff like there's a reason for this like 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 why 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 are, why are we getting all of that and then, and then they show all the weird there, there should have been a tie-in to that art style yeah like like to all the weird little mannequins that they keep and like even even when they're walking through the fucking art show there's a shot where it's just on one of those things and we're doing like a, like a like a 360 kind of dolly around that real slow and that's the only thing we're focusing on in the room and it doesn't do anything I have no idea it, it's it's very bizarre it's just like yeah well you know yeah, look at this production design let's just, just we got to shoot it you know get that get that dollar in the screen we have that location. Let's make use of it. Um, I will say at the end, when I, I don't know, that woman at the end pops up to like make fun of them for making out in the garage. 
I thought she was a ghost. I was like, who is this commenting on this? And I thought they would be scared. But then they just started talking to her like they knew who she was. And I was like, oh. You re- yeah, I, I forgot who she was, but on a repeat watch, uh, she was at. She has to do something with the art gallery. Yeah, I mean, she, she was she was there earlier. I gathered that from context clues yeah, at yeah. the very end. But yeah, at the like the whole time, I was like, "Is this an, a new ghost?" <laughs> well, she had to be because she lied. She's like uh, Carol Ann and, and wherever upstairs with the doctor and all that, and the doctor's dead by that point. Mm. Or maybe the ghost was like calling her and playing a trick on her, and she's actually a real person. Who knows? Whoa, oh, yeah, dude. Holy These shit. These are the real questions that we should think about. Hey, Brian, remember, less is more. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, that was a good, like, little, I, I guess it wasn't a Texas switch, but uh, where, oh, I love yeah, where that. she comes in. I love that. I'm not too happy with um, Diane or Dana Donna. or Donna's. I'm not real happy with Donna's return shot of Carol Ann right there. But that fucking, the way that they play that. Is there a cut there? No, it's all done in one shot. How the fuck did they do that? Like that one, I don't get how they did it's a, it. It's a, it's a, so you're not looking at an actual mirror, that you're just looking at a copied set. So when the door opens, that's that's not a mirror, that's another set back there. And the Heather girl, who's playing Carol Ann, opens the door. And she says her line like, you know, hey, you look great. Less is more. And she's leaned in. Yeah, and then she shuts the door, and then at the camera... No, no, it doesn't shut. I'm telling you, right, I watched it a couple it, it times. It doesn't she, shut, she, she, but she, the camera leaned, moves, she's and you in. see enough time for Wall, and she leaves that position and goes back and opens There's, the door on over the over the shoulder. It's all in one shot. And she's just nice. standing there. Yeah, I know. It is so fast. I don't know how the fuck she hit her mark that quickly. Well, she's just I, opening the like, door. No, she's not, Brian. Like, <laughs> like so, so, like... She's opening the, the, the door Car- and her head in. Motherfucker... No, she hurt. She 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 opens the door and leans her head yeah. in, right? And she's still leaning against the door. Then, as we're panning, we hear a knock, and then uh, Donna opens the door, and Carol Ann is standing in the room. Is she? No, she's not standing in the room. She opens the door. Yes, she is. I'm telling you, no, she opens the door. She's sta- she, telling you she's standing in the Either room. Either way, it's enough. It's enough time. You're seeing the wall, man. Like, yeah, it, yeah. It's it's very fast. It's just an old theater trick you run. It's fine. Uh, then then I uh, I like the uh, the side shot when it cuts into the room and you see I don't know it it, it plays so damn well. That one does. And it's play. super creepy. I, I do think that's the yeah. best one. It's super creepy. You you can see some of the uh, you know the smoke and mirrors uh, like when the husband and wife are making out by the mirror or whatever and then he's like he like leaves the room but his like body stays in the mirror behind her and then when she turns back when Nancy Allen turns back to the mirror she sees him turn and walk away you can see his reflection kind of kick off the glass in a way that it wouldn't happen if it, if it was a mirror there's like there's like a little like hit there but also fuck her for that because why didn't she say something like like that that whole thing she sees him walk away and she's like what the fuck and then the next the next time you see her she walks in and she's like all right guys are we ready to go like she's all happy like nothing ever happened again like, Carol Ann in this movie doesn't say anything none of the characters didn't uh, Donna the, the teenage girl didn't she see something too before shit gets crazy oh yeah we just talked about it where like Carol Ann comes in there to her twice when she's putting yeah, her yeah. makeup on like yeah nobody says shit. Well, it's because of mass hypnosis. Like oh. they're they're like Carolyn like spits out this like gas or something, and it makes people see things. 
I mean, that's not. Hold on. Those are. No. <laughs> that's not how it works. I did think that was an interesting hypothesis that he kept saying that everyone was involved in this mass hypnosis. I am sad that he died. I wanted to either I wanted him to like come around or like realize or or update his theory, whatever. I don't know. I would I was it didn't really go anywhere. <laughs> no, no. He like like it's so insane. He sees he sees a fucking hand pop out of a damn desk and then throw a damn coffee mug and shatter the thing and then he sees a woman holding a coffee mug. He's like, "Ah, you broke the glass. You did that. She was like four feet away from the glass Honestly, the whole time. That's, that's how most men are. Like, it's fine. It's fine. That's what I'm saying. It's your, it's your fault. He was a dick to all the women. She even looks at me like, what? She's like, what are you talking like, about? That's, that's the dumbest thing I've heard. I would. I wanted to see something. Like, I wanted a better payoff than just him, like, falling down the elevator shaft. If, if you want to have, like, a, a, a medical commentary, like, what, what, why would this character... Like, why not do something with it? I don't know. It's so many dropped ideas. Yeah, I d- that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I do think it's interesting that they brought in this, like, kind of, a, like, he's a dick. And he has, like, all this, like, so-called medical knowledge. I, they could have, I don't know. Like, like how they did in the first one when they brought in the paranormal investigators. And they were like, yeah. oh, you know, like, something like that. and th- But they didn't but that do anything. That felt legit. Yeah, it did. That fe- actually felt like legit science. Like, like, like it was com- it was plausible in, in in the time and all that. Yeah. It plays like this guy. He just feels like he's just not seeing the obvious. Like he's just like he, he's he's right. Just it, just being a cunt. Yeah, like, exactly. Because it's-, <laughs> it's not like he's like, oh, let me try and figure this out. How could I have seen that? That he's just like, nope. It was it was the woman. No, no, no you're all in. It on was it. the no, woman. You know, you're, you're just, yeah, everybody, everybody, you know. So now is a good time. We're going to take a break. We're going to recharge our batteries. We're going to play the trailer for Poltergeist 3. Or maybe the TV spot. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Some people are afraid of heights. Just don't look down. Others panic in elevators. Some have a thing about mirrors. And no one likes ghosts. The movie with something for everyone. Poltergeist 3, rated PG-13. And we're back. That was the trailer for Gary Sherman's Poltergeist 3. No subtitle. Didn't need one. Because the third time's a fucking charm, baby. God. No, you just can't set up expectations. Because they. you realize by doing the second one, if you set an expectation, then you're going to fail. Because you can't show the other side. But if you say the other side, then you're going to have to show the other side, even though they did a better time, better, thi- better job showing the other side this time. I mean, wait, did they show what? the other side? They didn't show the other side. Are you, or was that what the ice was supposed to be? Was the ice the other side? Well, it's cold. <laughs> it's Antarctica. Uh, That's you why know, they no. need the light. It's warm there. She did. Say, Tangina did say the other side in this movie, and I was like, "Oh, subtitle for the sequel!" Whoa. No, I, I appreciated that because it does it does tie it in. You know. I, I like the ice in this. This is that, that's cool, and, and I like that when you when you see ice, and then someone comes in and they break the illusion, it, it like all turns to water. 
which is really cool. Like when the dude like pops up out of the pool and he runs across and he lands and, and he's like, Carol Ann, Carol Ann, Carol Ann, they got Carol Ann. He's like, who's got Carol Ann? Like, you know, <laughs> fuck, you know who has Carol Ann. Like, I mean, how many times have we had to talk about this? You know who has Carol Ann. Like, <laughs> and why are we repeating her goddamn name so much? God damn it. Oh, dude, but no, no, but that's great. That's great. Like when the daughter is like laying on the bed and she's like hysterically just screaming Carolyn over and over again. And then the, and then the mom's like, who gives a fuck? Like and she like walks off. I'm like, thank God. Somebody finally fucking said it. Like, <laughs> I love that the mom was like, listen, she's not really related to us. <laughs> we should just go. <laughs> like how she's saying that. And she's the only one out of the entire family that's actually related to this little girl yeah <laughs> well that's just kane working his magic you know tom scares over here like fucking risking his life le- left and right and he not even not even blood related to this girl he Man. likes being surrounded by beautiful women oh kissing uh, them all. Yeah, that, that was kind of a creepy line that was yeah. very creepy and did you guys get a little creepy when he was like hey did i ever tell you how to make a little girl laugh <laughs> and then he holds his finger him. up and he's like he's like it's like <laughs> you're like whoa hold on buddy <laughs> This hasn't aged well. <laughs> Woo. It, it comes up. It still comes off as sweet, though. I no, mean, I don't it know. Do, it's so phony. It doesn't come across sweet. It comes across creepy. I like that. That opening. By that point, maybe if you're falling into it, it's okay. But like that opening, like sequence with, where they're all like going to work, like getting up, and then like they're, they're taking the elevator and it's cutting around. Like all I could think about was when I saw uh, Tom Skerritt was fucking Ellis from fucking um, <laughs> from fucking Die Hard. Just the way he's like laughing and just like so over the top fake. I was like, I just he just he's Ellis from fucking <laughs> from Die Hard. Would have been awesome if one like one of the deleted scenes is Tom Skerritt's he's character. <laughs> he's in the bathroom. He comes out. He's got, he's got a little white powder. No, 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 no. He goes. He goes. I'm so cold. I'm so cold. Ugh, I got some snow for you. <laughs> Wait, is this snow or cocaine land? <laughs> cocaine is on all the cars, man. Oh my God. Dude, that car sequence is fucking insanity. <laughs> that shit makes. No goddamn sense at all. Like, if you're going to set something up in a Nightmare on Elm Street, like, dream ghost world, right? Why the fuck are we blowing shit up? Like, why would that ever work? Why wouldn't you blow something up? Hold on. No, it's a a car in a dream, like, environment, and you're going to blow it up? Yeah. They're ghosts. Like, who... If I was a ghost and I could blow up cars, I 100% would. I'm, 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 no, but Tom Scared's the no, one that blew up the, the car. Yeah. That's what, are how they going to get arrested? Kill, like, no, that's how we kill the ghost is by blowing it up, which doesn't work. We know that doesn't work. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's ridiculous. And also, like, what the fuck? just wanted to explode something. Weird <laughs> ice-covered cars that drive themselves, and then for some reason a hole pops out of it with a massive beam of light, and he's like, what do you want? He's like, you. <laughs> like... <laughs> I laughed that moment. I thought that was absolutely hysterical. And the cane doesn't actually say that. He just opens his mouth like, ah. And like it says, you. So it makes me think that they, that was totally ADR later. They didn't know what the fuck they were going to say. Like, yeah. But I do like seeing, like, because they have some kind of, like, point source light inside there and it's like shooting a beam out and they have so much, like, atmosphere going. Like, so when you see that car driving, there's like a fucking, like, Big Trouble Little China fucking beam of light coming out of it. 
as it drives around, which is fucking wild looking and just it's just so odd feeling. It is odd. And all the snow looked really fake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really did. <laughs> I didn't sh- mind the fake snow. I mean, it did look really fake. I'm not saying it didn't. Uh, but I didn't hate it. I actually thought that it would be really fun to play with, and I'm glad that I didn't have to clean it up. That's really that's what it, yeah. those are my thoughts. But I was kind of okay with it too because it it, it kind of lends itself to that like dream world that yeah. that that this bewitching world. It's kind of like in the in Caroline's room where you see her body move in the mirror and then she moves. You know, there's just all these weird little like otherworldly aspects that make it feel like it's a Nightmare on Elm Street type thing. You know, but it's I'm okay with the snow on them, but the ice in the car that's just clearly styrofoam. <laughs> I'm not okay with that in any way, shape, or form. Yes, the lights are cool, but yeah, no, I, yeah, and that's not my. I don't know. That whole sequence was so stupid. It was stupid, especially that they like apparate out of the fucking um, the freezer into that. Yeah, well, actually, everything after Tangina's death, I thought was kind of a letdown. Like all the special effects stuff, I thought was worse as the movie went on it it didn't like ramp up and get exciting and bigger it just looked shittier yeah and then by the time we actually get the face time with kane he's very docile Tan- tangina shows up and then he's like all right cool i'm done give it backhands to uh nancy allen man that was great though give me the necklace <laughs> why why? Why is this ghost? Can, can around? you touch the necklace? Like it? Like uh, what? And what is? Who knows, bro? What does he do with it? They don't do anything with it. Now the original did, ending, they did something with it. That was originally how the movie ended. Like everybody was like frozen in that in Carol Ann's room, and I liked that. I like seeing Carol Ann like all frozen back like that with her mouth open. That was a cool shot. Uh, and, and there's a, you can go to YouTube and watch the original ending. Yeah, it doesn't have any audio. It's just subtitled. But I mean, that ending was the one also I watched stupid. that audio. What really? Yeah, they must it have played added out that. the entire. It went out and played the entire scene, and and then even like down to Tangina, like you know, holding up the thing and like doing the incantation or whatever. Really? And, like, you know? Yes, one hundred percent. I watched it on the the Blu-ray, and they were like, "Yo, we couldn't, we could not find any of the audio for this." So we went through the scripts and filled in subtitles. I should you not? It's like silent. Oh, the one I watched had sound. That's crazy. I wonder if they found that and then just uploaded it after the fact. That's nuts. Maybe. Huh. You have to send me that link. I will. I would like to watch that. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, at least the necklace, though, has a payoff in that. It yeah, just it starts, starts to glow. Yeah, and he disappears, which is also a weak ending, no, but I like that no. better. No, still has his like head chopped off and, and oh, melt melts down, and then he pops back up. And then, yeah, and there's a weird, like, long. Long, like, locked off shot of of his head, like melting, kind of like kind of reminiscent to the first one with the guy like ripping his face off, like how, how like fake that looks. It's kind of a similar thing. Why, well, just do the same goddamn effect they did in fucking Raiders. Like, why, why is that it's so bad. hard? Like, Raiders did this forever ago. When did, when did Raiders of the Lost Ark come out? Like eight, 1980, 81? You know, it's just like they they did the face melting uh, perfect there. 1988, yeah. we can't do it again. Just do the same fucking effect. Don't reinvent the goddamn wheel. Come on. They did a better job in the second one making the creatures look like the guy than what this did. Everything here just looked off and bad. Well, the guy didn't look like the guy. Kane didn't look like Kane. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. Like 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 it 
I wish that they wouldn't have even tried to make him look like that. You know, like he he can look like whatever he wants to look like. Yeah, I, at some point I was like, I don't. I, I thought it was Kane at first, um, but then like they kind of. It was so sloppy that I was doubting myself by at least by halfway through and definitely by the end. I was like, maybe we got a new person. Like if this is if this the is supposed to be pain. Yeah. Like where where's what's where's his character? Where's nothing about it other than the name and the fact that he wanted what Carol Ann. Nothing about it really resembled him it was just like some weird same hat. Some weird guy no it, yeah but so what so what that's not enough to make a character the same person and speaking of this i thought all of the costumes in this were terrible oh and you they take were... that back the teenagers looked fucking amazing come on okay no, I did, man, like, their hair was pissing me off and like ugh. That's why. Uh, that's why Laura Flynn Boyle put on that fucking awesome ass hat and her scarf and her <laughs> jean jackets, and she was wearing a skirt. And I was just like, I don't even know what fuck. She's wearing like every goddamn piece of clothing that existed in the eighties. Yes, she is. They all were like all her friends at school. Like they just look so stereotypical eighties. Like it wasn't. It didn't look like trendy. It it just looked like somebody who didn't know how to dress teenagers. But I didn't hate it, uh, which I I did kind of not enjoy the rest of them. The I didn't like Carolyn and Red. That's the first. This is the you first. You don't time like her little onesie. This is the first time we've seen her in red. She normally wears like little yellow or like pink pastel colors to oh, kind of show her innocence. And in this, she's wearing this bright red. And I, I'm assuming they did that to draw focus to her, so that you know she's the main character, but everyone knows she's the main character. Well, you like, see her running past things a lot, so it kind of helps you pick her out in these like little mirror shots as she runs by. Isn't that from <laughs> uh, Don't Look Now? Isn't that what that uh, is homaging? You guys ever seen that movie? Don't look now with a parent no. that like it's like a, a couple and their kid dies and they start seeing their kid everywhere, like all over Venice and stuff. And I think the kid's wearing like yellow or red or something like that. I think that's I think it, it's from. Oh, anyway, that's interesting. Ahead. I think the yellow would have been a better choice and it would have been more in line with the with her character. The onesie also could have worked, although traditionally, again, she is not wearing a onesie. She's wearing little like frilly nightgowns. Maybe she grew up. I don't know, but but uh, it just didn't it didn't really work for me. And I the other thing that they did to help Caroline stand out, as if the red wasn't enough, was to dress everyone else in these really drab, like creams and blacks and browns, and so that she stood out. But she's gonna stand out anyway. For example, in the first movie, the little boy is wearing a red pajama shirt. No one notices him. He, no one cares about him. All of the attention is on everyone else. Like just because someone's wearing red doesn't mean that has to be the focal point. I thought it was actually kind of sloppy, sloppily done and very lazily done to put her in the red and to put everyone else in these drab colors. And on top of that, you have the wife, <clears throat> you have the wife in this dress that was cost last year's salary. And I was like, how did that, how is that so much money? Like it looked nice. That's not what I'm saying. But I was like, is you don't this like, like shoulder pads? Is this silk? Like, what are we talking about here? It looked like a really like you can get like a really I know this was the 80s, but like maybe and maybe my perception is a little warped. But like you can get a dress that looks like that made out of like Jersey for like 20 bucks. Like it doesn't it didn't look that expensive. I mean, yes, there was draping. But I, what? why was that such an expensive dress? There was nothing about it that really stood out 
as like a fancy expensive dress to me. It was Versace. Was it Versace? Versace. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you, showgirls. <laughs> yeah, all of Nancy Allen's wardrobe is fucking horrendous. Yeah, it's awful. Well, and then I already said, but I'll say it again: the doctor's sweater was so awful. It was this cream sweater with like black horizontal bars on it, except they weren't they're, horizontal, but they were like they're, they're like all new- wearing weird. Like Nancy yeah. Allen's earrings were all like odd, and then that which also echoed like um, what's the uh, Scott? He's got this white T-shirt on with these fucking weird design, like weird like things on it, and I'm like, I mean, it's very reminiscent of of like the art style. Yes, I it I would attribute some of this to the '80s, but at the same time, this is like the '80s gone wrong. This this is a great example of the '80s gone wrong. Don't do this. I think it looks terrible, and I think it looks really sloppy, and I think it looks really lazy. And I already said that, but I'm emphasizing those points. <laughs> but I, 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 I agree. But I, I, I liked the building. I, I liked, I liked the the use of the of the mirrors and and the way that that like uh, that garage with all the like the uh, the vertical fluorescent lights. Yes, but, but I did more, like the. Pro- yeah. uh, I was going to say I like the production design, but I didn't. Like, there was really nothing going on there either. I did like the building. I did like the mirrors. And I did like the lights. I liked the part. Like, there were elements that I liked. Did I look at this and say, wow, this is, the who is this production designer? This is, this person oh, did a great job. Yeah. No, no, not at all. It was like they just found a building and was like, let's use this one. And it happened to have some cool aspects. But I didn't think that there was really anything special about any of the visuals which is unfortunate because the special effects are so cool we've already talked about that but like the special effects all of the mirror scenes there's all of the makeup all of the the gore like it's so cool and this could have been enhanced so much by hiring the proper people yeah the 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 handsy puddle is really badass like like when when she's like standing in it and it's black and then it just like except for you can see the platform yeah that kind of destroys the it could destroys the illusion of that man. Yeah, like upon multiple watches you catch that, but like when I she's like the walk, first time. Shut up, Brian. Like when she's <laughs> standing too, on it, it's lie. black. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying it's still <laughs> badass though. But because when it drops out and she drops in and it all goes fucking bright, it like uh, it's so fucking cool, man. The hand timing and the camera move was really well done. I'll give them that. Yeah, yeah. and I like when Tangina comes in and she's like looking down into it and then. Uh, her mouth is mouthing what Carol Ann is saying. You, you didn't like that? I thought that was cool. I like the idea. I hated that coverage. I hated the, the like her like the, her straight on shot when she's talking her voice, and then when they would cut directly from that to it's, the close yeah, up it's of a the forty five. Pr- yeah, it's weird, man. I did not like it. And she's you like, didn't like that? No, I, th- I thought it was cool. I didn't think that cut together well. I thought it was fine when they were cutting to the close-ups of the people reacting to her and then cutting back I, and forth. You know, that's, that's the same thing I, I said earlier when I said I didn't like um, the return shot of when she leans into the bathroom and then when you turn around and you see the uh, the sister's reaction. And th- th- there's some, some of the answer shots that they do, they don't feel right, if that makes sense. It, I don't know. That's some of the problem, too. Like These effects are like demanding... They're, they take you a little bit out of the movie because you're wondering, like, oh, how'd they do that? Right. Because there's not the, the shot doesn't get soft. There's not like a um, a visual cue when you're watching the movie that says like, oh, hey, this is a visual effect. 
You know, like uh, CGI, the color shifts. You know, sometimes the shot gets more saturated. In the 80s movies and early 90s stuff, the shot just gets blurry. There's none of that. This looks really clean. So you're constantly thinking, like, how are they doing this? How are they doing this? And that draws your attention to all these camera motions and and movements, these mistakes. Yeah, like when you see the uh, – there's a shot where uh, we're in that uh, main mirrored hallway – where it's like mirror on one side and it's kind of replicating itself. And then uh, as the couple's walking down, like Kane's opening doors and then like and then closing them and stopping, you feel like a little vibration in the in the image every time one of those happens. And he looks like a fucking he looks like one of those damn like when you when you're walking through like a really cheap like dollar store during Halloween and there's that fucking like upright goddamn thing that, that goes. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like that shit. Like, what the fuck, man? He looks so bad. <laughs> Spirit store done moved into <laughs> Spirit Halloween to moved into yeah. this skyscraper. Hey, man. Didn't they just make a movie out of that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, would they just fucking replicate this shit? <laughs> yeah, those masks are terrible. It, it's yeah, not really bad. It, it's not so much like uh, with the parrots leave, but with Laura Flynn Boyle leaves, it, she shuts all the doors. That that one is like looking right at her. It's yeah, so it's terrible. really bad. Yeah, you waiting for his eyes to start glowing red? Oh, can we talk about uh? Nancy Allen's very quick change of heart where she goes from let's get this fucking Brad out of here to hey I love you I'm gonna save you like was there a well, scene missing did you guys feel that way no I just think that sometimes when when you get called on your shit mm-hmm. you know yeah. it kind of snaps you in I think especially hearing it from a little girl hearing it repeated back to her like no it's okay why would you love me yeah like that I think that would break anyone's heart and like them repent the way she she's did. like she's like no nah, man I'll, I'll just go with kane he loves me and just give me the fucking necklace and i'm out of here bitch like that's i was waiting for her to give her the necklace here you go <laughs> <laughs> thank god i've been trying to get you out of here for fucking months but also the the whole thing like in this in the last movie where it doesn't make sense that we're not calling dana to tell her that grandma died and then like all this kind of stuff it's like all this fucked up shit's happening with carol ann and we're not calling mom and dad to talk about it it's true. That it's so fucked up that the family's not in this. Like, like, like we, we at least we at least need them in it. You They're know what in I mean? therapy. Okay, they can't handle this right now. We, it it would have grounded the film a little bit better. And I was really confused when we started, and I was like, "Who are all these people?" Yeah, it takes a long time for you to figure everything out. But Caroline's enrolled in school there, right? Well, she's like in a she, gifted school because she's fucking apparently like super smart uh, and, you know, hypnotizing people. Yeah. yeah but so what I, I, I would like more of the other gifted kids. Let's see some of the shit that they can do. But but didn't they say that she was just visiting, though? Like, it sounds like they, the parents sent her away. That, yeah. Don't, uh, who, who knows? Because like how, how long does it take to get enrolled into a school there? Especially so, if it's a gifted school. So they should have set it up the whole time is that Carol Ann is here to go to this school. That's like, what like, they should have said, and, but that's not clear yeah, in the movie. Like, you know, because, like, you know, it's, it's, in, it's in Chicago, and so they sent Carol Ann to come to this school and stay with her aunt and uncle while she's attending this school that's trying to help her break through her shit. Like, they should, they, they, that should have been the opening instead of uh, why, did they send, why did they send her to stay with us? Like, we know why. She's here to go to this fucking school, right? I, dude, I, they didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> like, it didn't make sense, but we fixed it. But God damn it. Like, ugh. Yeah, that, that, shit, that kind of shit's frustrating. When it's all there, but we're just not telling it right. Yeah. 
Anybody got anything else? Carol Ann's door bulge was really cool. Like, I know it's a ripoff of fucking Nightmare on Elm Street. Until you get the side shot. Yeah, the side shot's a little a little weak. But, like, when they come around the corner and it's, like, fucking, like, bulging out, it, that's, that's fucking sexy. I'll give you that one. Yeah. And it's weird that Tangina shows up right there. But, you know, the, we, we get the progression. Like, the, like I, I like the shot of her on the airplane. Like, she's, she's headed, and she pulls out that fucking phone, and she calls that doctor. Yeah. Oh, man, my, my favorite one is her having, like, fucking an old lady tea party. Oh, dude, and she's, like, overpouring the tea, and she's, like, with all these ladies, and they're all in their, like, flowery dresses. Dude, yeah, Sunday best, man, all of yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> like, straight up having it. a tea party. Yeah, I take it back. The tea party was very cool. I appreciated everything about that. <laughs> Chris is like, these are the only good costumes. <laughs> She's like, y'all finish your tea. I've got to go. She's fa- he's found her. He's found her. Well, why don't you find some of those little biscuits to go with our tea first before you go? <laughs> She's like, oh, hold on. They can wait. And she finishes her tea. <laughs> you no, know, like, the flights. Like, she could have totally had time to finish her tea. The flights doesn't leave oh, for, like, yeah, two yeah. hours. She's, she, on, she, pulls, she pulls up her, her fucking phone and starts, like, I'm going to go to Travelocity while I finish my tea. She's, no, dude, come on, man. She's like a medium. She can just like you know psychically like throw it out there. No, 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 no man. She is the, she is the roaming gnome. Like she, <laughs> she, 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 she already like had that shit booked. I like that. Uh, I like that in the uh, the security room that we get a little bit of static TV. Oh, and the security guard's got to go touch yeah, it. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. All that's great. I still I do like the mirrors in this and how the mirrors can lead you to the other side, but I kind of I once again miss the static TV. I think that's what really made the first one so special. I mean, part of what made the first one so special. Well, and the mirrors make this special because this is how crazy some of the shots are and what they do with it. Like you know, you're still going through something. I agree. I love what they did with the mirrors. I just. This overall, I feel like the movie is disappointing because the mirrors are the only cool, like, like the effects are the only cool thing. It doesn't, mm. there's nothing really to support it. Uh, the rest of the movie is not great. Oh, Brian, uh, speaking of n- not being great, you said that the, um, that the director be lying. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, you're talking about, uh, yeah, I was referencing the audio commentary. I was listening to that and, uh, there was I forget who is interviewing him on the on, on the disc, but the guy, they're this audio commentary. They get to the the scene where uh, the chick comes back and she's screaming like Carol Ann and <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> and the guy's like, "Yeah." So when you were writing it, did you did you guys realize that you wrote Carol Ann a lot, or was this like something you, you guys got into post and you couldn't fix? And the director's like, "Oh no, we did that on purpose. Yeah, we thought it was funny." Bitch, you are lying out of your goddamn ass. You thought it was funny. You're make you're trying to make a horror movie, and you want to make everybody laugh in all the suspenseful scenes. Bullshit. Bullshit. And and it also makes sense that remember when I said that uh, everybody was saying Carol Ann. Carol Ann was like like the big thing over and over again. I was obviously referencing this film because uh, <laughs> holy shit, holy shit. <laughs> In my notes, uh, it, it, I just have Carol Ann exclamation point. Like, <laughs> Once they said it over, like, it was, I think I counted 40 to 50 times, and I wasn't even like an hour passed into the movie. I was just like, I'm not, I'm not counting all the Carol Ann's. This is taking too long. Fuck it. 
You were counting them? I was. I, I was going to be a smart ass and just, I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll just Google it later. <laughs> well, wait, what? All right, what so what is it? Uh, I don't know. I didn't to. actually Google it. Oh, motherfucker. So Sorry. wait, what was your tally? When did you I stop? Got, uh, 47. Wow. Are you Googling it right now, Jerry? <laughs> I mean, somebody's got to have a count of this. Carolyn's name is spoken a total of 121 times. That's higher than I thought. I, w- I would have uh, I would have said 75, maybe 80. But damn. Even Tom Skerritt's name. They say his name a lot. They're like, Bruce, 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 Bruce. Hey, oh, they said Bruce a lot. And every time they did, I kept thinking of Batman. No, with, oh, oh, who is it? Maggie Gyllenhaal, and she keeps yelling Bruce, and then she finally calls him Batman. Wasn't that in a movie? I think it was. And that's, anyway, that's what I thought of every time they yelled Bruce. So if it takes a second to say Carol Ann, uh, two minutes of the movie is Carol Ann. I feel like it could be more. This is disappointing. Yeah. So, I mean, come on, Brian. The ratio is pretty, still pretty decent. Uh, yeah. I mean. Including credits, we're at, like, what? 98 minutes, I think. Yeah, so... uh, One hour and 38 minutes, so, you know. Only two minutes of that is Carol Ann. I wonder what the, like, (laughs) lines of dialogue versus Carol Ann's name, I wonder if that's, like, equivalent. Like, every line of spoken dialogue is equal to... Oh, oh, with the ratio of, like, other other things, yeah. I do want to do a Carol Ann supercut. Oh, there's a, there's one on YouTube. I thought it was like it, I think it's four minutes. Is that across all the films? No, not across all the films. Just for the third one. Well, they, they may be, they may have things leading up. It's not just Carol Ann, Carol Ann, Carol Ann, Carol Ann, Carol Ann, Carol Ann. Where are you? Hi, um, this is Carol Ann. We can you look know, it up right that. now. <laughs> oh, can, can we play that? Can that just be our, our like outro music? Is just Carol Ann, Carol Ann, Carol Ann, Carol Ann. Oh my god. <laughs> I think that's a yes. That sounded very enthusiastic to me. Although. That may be better than actually playing the music. The, the music was horrendous. Dude, it, at the end of the movie, it sounds like someone hit play on a Casio keyboard. Like, <laughs> But I will say that I kind of liked the score in this. I like the dissonant, like little weird little walkie dissonant shit every now and then. It, it makes it, it, it made me think of uh, Resident Evil. Like, like playing Resident Evil in this weird, like odd tone. I would have loved for I'm, Jerry Goldsmith to come back. Yeah, I agree. But he knew to stay away from this film. I also really miss the original goddamn family, man. You know, I mean, that's part of the problem. Like, no matter what they would have done with this, it ain't the same. Our characters are not all back. You know, it's like, I don't want Carol Ann without her family. Why did they give her a new family? Did no one want to come back for the third movie? Yeah. Well. And this was the uh, the lowest grossing of all of them. It only made fourteen point one million in the domestic box office. I don't have worldwide numbers. I don't even know if it got a worldwide theatrical release, to be honest. But it cost anywhere from ten nine to ten million. It made some money on HBO. I mean, maybe and TBS and USA and all the other great places to play this caliber of film. <laughs> In a nice 4x3 edited format. That's true. Because it really soak in all those mirror shots in 4.3. I think this was the first time I'd ever seen it in close to its original aspect ratio. Oh, you know what? Me too. 
Yeah. Me too. Never thought about that. Well, are your ratings here, guys? <sighs> sure. Who's going first? Who's rating Poltergeist the third? Okay, Poltergeist three. Mm. Wait, was What's that your that? rating, or was you just the <laughs> title, or what? No, no. I, I thought, <laughs> I thought, I thought I could say my t- the title and the rating in in one sentence. <laughs> Poltergeist three. <laughs> Look, I found myself really liking this movie as I was watching it. I was like, "Oh, this is this is very familiar," and I, and I was really digging on all the camera stuff and all that. But when you start really looking at it as a film, like, fuck, it's 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 difficult, man. And then when you start trying to like make it make sense, you're just like, "Holy shit!" It, it, it's still it's still good. It's still fun. It, it, it's it's a little bit creepy. It's a little bit scary. It's cool to see Carol Ann again, but. Then the whole time you're just sitting there thinking about how she died and then like, oh, she looks kind of bad and you just start feeling bad. So the whole thing's got a real awkward feel to it just because you know so much about it. Um, I'm not going to belabor, belabor it. Uh, I'm going to give it a five. I should probably give it a six just because of how cool the camera shit is. But, you know, the rest of it kind of fails. Like, like it's... Kind of. I think I, I think it's visually more appealing than two, uh, but two is just it's just better just because we have like an actual genuine feeling like like there's actually like some fucking like I actually like the characters and 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 I I'm kind of rooting for them a little bit. This one is just like you know I didn't really care. I was I was just more interested in like how they did it. You know this is really you know it's kind of neat. It's kind of camera porny, but uh, yeah. It's it, it's a five. It, it's it's an interesting wrap up to the series. All right, starting off off with a five. Kristen, you want to go next? You want to go last? Uh, sure, I can go next. <laughs> it's so hard. It is hard. It's hard. <laughs> Listen, okay. So here's the thing. It's like not great, but it's kind of entertaining, and there's some really cool stuff in this. Would I tell you to, like, watch it if you have some free time? No, probably not. But, like, if you have some free time and you see it on, like, maybe check it out on your own. It's it's unfortunate because it falls apart in so many places from the story to the acting to the a lot of the, you know, the costumes and the production design. And the makeup is cool. The effects are cool there's a lot of very cool stuff in it. And I think that is what's so frustrating about this, but God, the story just isn't there. And so regardless, you can't really redeem it. It's, it's just something that you would kind of put on. I don't know, like at Halloween, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) I'll give it, I guess I'll give it a five. Yeah, I'll give it a five just on account of, I didn't, it's still entertaining. It's still entertaining, but it doesn't make sense. So, like, you can't think about it too hard. All right, two fives. Uh, I, I think I agree with everything you guys said. Um, yeah, I, I really like all the technical stuff. I think that's well done. I think it's super uh, commendable that they got a lot of this stuff in camera. But yeah, it's I don't know. Is is it entertaining? I was a, after Tangina dies. Ah, man, I'm bored by this movie. Just the minute she dies and Laura Flynn Boyle comes up out of her face and crawls out, it's just, I'm ready for this movie to be over. 
just ready for it to be finished. I just I didn't care about the garage stuff or any of that. I didn't find it exciting and thrilling. Thinking about where this series ended up. This is the last one. It's kind of disappointing. I think I'm going to have to do a four. Maybe a f- maybe a four or five. I don't know. I'll give it a four or five just because the, the FX stuff is cool. There's nothing here aside from a pure and simple cinematic emptiness. Rotten Tomatoes brings us in at a tomato meter of 17% and an audience score of 22. Yeah. So I guess that's going to do it for us tonight. You've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and if you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending an email to moviecrewpod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at moviecrewpod. Jared, where can the audience find you? You can find me on Instagram at check the gate or on Twitter at Jared B. Callen. Drop me a line and be sure to say, hey, you look great. Wow. <laughs> Just going after those compliments, man. Fuck fishing. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches, I need them. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just trying to quote Carol Ann. Hey, Kristen, where can they find you? You can follow me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I. All right. Oh, hold on. Let me figure out what we we're playing here. I thought we were playing Carol Ann. <laughs> Are we really gonna play that? I don't. <laughs> you should at least do it after. That. I was joking. You know. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, I don't. Uh, are we gonna go with the indie music or the beginning music? I don't know. Um, well, I guess you guys can follow me on Twitter at Elkins Edits, and uh, we're gonna close out the show tonight with do the opening track or the closing track. We're going to do the closing track just because it's shorter. It's three minutes. We're going to play track number nine off of the Poltergeist 3 soundtrack from composer John Rinazetti, I guess is how you pronounce that. Uh, It is titled Ending. Enjoy. Did I say John? Did I say John Rinazetti or say Joe? You did. Fuck. You did. This is from composer Joe Rinazetti. Mm 